0: 3. Yo, 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 <laughs> yo, 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 playing with it. Yo, yo, yo. What up, fam? It's the Think Responsibly Podcast. It's your boy, Areezy, Russ, Aaron,
1: And this is Jonathan, and I just say things in the
0: normal, quick and easy way. (laughs) (laughs) It's always the roundabout way here. I like to make things exciting, folks. We haven't put out a podcast for. Well, we haven't recorded a podcast. Oh, we haven't recorded a podcast. We put out a
1: podcast like 10 days ago.
0: Because I'm going to be honest, our schedules sometimes they just don't line up. I'm sure some of you can relate to that. But there are some
1: changes coming to that. It is just the two of us rather than being three or four of us. So you actually might
0: actually get to hear something. <laughs> yeah. clearly and concisely yeah. without a million different ideas coming your way you know now we only got two of us here yeah. Which so we, we can actually have a conversation hopefully we're going to do that
1: more often so that we can get more more material out for those of you who actually enjoy it um enjoy deep intellectual
0: thought mm. and rhythms of grace and faith and love and deep 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 into okay anyway if you guys knew
1: Aaron you knew why I was being silent I'm just gonna let him just let him tire himself
0: out are you tired of standing in the shallow end this is a little plug for the response to me are you tired of living your life in the shallow end are you tired of just dipping your toes into the river of knowledge and wisdom and life well, come on into the Think Responsibility podcast and dive deep into the deep, 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 deep wells of human interaction. Yeah. <laughs> or with us on a journey. Or as
1: John 4 says, you don't need to dive into the well because the well bubbles up within you. Oh, oh, oh. That's the living water, baby.
0: Is that John, 4 yeah. That is John when he's talking, 4? Yeah, but
1: he's talking to the Samaritan woman. Um, we do have a third member of the podcast here. He just lives in this apartment. His oh, name's Pongo. he's so cute! You guys can't see him. Maybe we'll post a picture on the Think Responsibly Instagram of how he's napping while we're honestly. Recording. I
0: think Pongo in this stoic state that he's in right now probably thinks more intellectually than most. Dogs <laughs> dogs <laughs> lack the
1: ability to to think critically. So I You sure.
0: know what's crazy? Dogs like. They're very smart, but they have no awareness. At the same time, like I don't know if they're self. You know what I mean? Like say, like I was laying on the ground yesterday, and I was on my computer, and then Miley just comes in and she literally just walks on my computer across it, and I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" It's like it's like a cat. It's like a cat mentality. Just like
1: eh, I don't care what you're working on.
0: I cats they, are dark? my least favorite thing in the universe. <laughs> and I'm sorry for those cat people who might be listening, but they they. Bothered me to my core and not a lot of things bothered me. Yeah. I don't know. yeah, cats cats are not my
1: favorite for sure. This is the
0: thing about cats is they want affection and intimacy in some sense, and then when you actually try and show it to them, they run away. And they make you work for it. And I don't like that. A dog, when you come in the room, they are literally every time I come home, Miley is the most excited dog I've ever seen. Like, she is just, like, exuberant to see me. And then I come home, and then my cat, I'm like, hey, Lucy. My cat, her name is Lucy. I call her Lucifer because that's yes. really what she is. It's right. the devil within our home. Right. Anyway, so she, any, anytime you try and go up to her to give her affection, she just runs away. But And she only wants affection on her terms, which happens to be when I am doing my business on oh, the toilet. Oh, yeah. So I'm doing my business. I'm home alone. So, I think with my dog and my cat, and I'm sitting there, I got door open, all right, I'm not got nothing to hide, you know, my mom's not there. My mom's not there, That's how I like that like this. Anyway, so I'm sitting, the door's open, I'm doing my business. Number two, having a healthy log, and, you know, logging about my day as well as dropping a log. And then Lucy comes in, she's like, starts purring, she's like, and I'm like, Lucy, this is the worst That's time. That's inappropriate. It's really inappropriate. I try and give you affection when I, you know, I come home, or when I see you and you're looking cute, when you're just like laying, because it's so hot, she just like lays on the table. But really, it's like, while I'm taking a dump, you gotta do that. This is not the time or the place. This is not the time or place.
1: Yeah, cats, cats are kind of like, uh if if we were parents, which we're not, but people would say, yeah, cats are like teenagers. It's like, they want it when they want it and on their terms. And if they don't want it at the moment, don't even try because it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Um, really but yeah, now I've got this little boy sitting here. If he starts making noise, we'll get rid of him so you don't have to deal with listening to licking or jingling of tags. Right now I'm just petting him.
0: Yeah, he's really gently. gently. He looks so cute right now. You guys can't see him. I wish that my voice had a mouth video. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my eyes could just broadcast Yeah, it that's, it. that's what, it, what I mean, it probably should have said. <laughs> I wish my voice had a mouth video. A mouth video. No, I wish my eyes could, that you could see We my think eyes responsibly could... because we're not smart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't so know words. You gotta be a little dumb to get smart, John. Yes. Yes. All right. So we got an interesting topic today. Yeah, we're Maybe. gonna try
1: not to go into too much of one of the ideas, because we can talk about authority, but I would definitely want Josh, my brother,
0: here for that, because we, we got to got talk about. I thought we were talking about something. No, we aren't.
1: But All right. Part of part of part of it is. The yeah,
0: yeah. We won't go too far into it. So yet. today we are talking about uh, being enslaved. Not not
1: enslaved. Okay, so there's there's this thing with Christians where we're like, oh, we're children of God and people claim that as an identity and that's really healthy and that's really strong and that's really good. But sometimes, or a lot of the times we what we tend to do is we have the mentality of not being a child of God and rather being an orphan or a slave even.
0: Uh-huh. And, and that, what are things that even I mean Christians or non-Christians, just yeah. so everyone kinda gets a feel for where we're going. Yeah. What are like the things that we're enslaved to?
1: Um, well, the slave mentality is that we work for a master who would be God. Mm. So in in the slave mentality, it's like our our perspective or idea is that God is master and we do things to avoid his wrath. And yes. avoid his disapproval and avoid anything negative that comes from having disapproval of your master and that kind of can just be like work related or family related whatever like I don't know what kind of fathers or mothers everyone grew up with so yeah you know it's hard to say like what situation people came from but we've all been in abusive situations whether it be with someone in authority or not and and when you have those things maybe you were the bully but maybe you were bullied and that's kind of where you go, oh, well, I'm just going to do everything I can to avoid an interaction with that. And so it's not like you're running from God, but you're just like very into rules and regulations and it becomes legalism and religion rather than a so relationship you become, with the
0: Creator. You're saying you could become a slave to religion <laughs> or yeah. a slave to some doctrine... Yeah. That is happening kind of on this rabbit trail or this, you know, uh, what are they called where you run on them? Treadmill. Treadmill. Treadmill, yeah. <laughs> not meal. Not a, tr- a treadmill, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like to have a meal on the treadmill. So right. they call it a treadmill. It's probably not wise. Yeah, probably not the best. Anyways, so <laughs> y- you can get in this kind of, you're working for someone. Yeah. Y- you make someone your master. Right. And that could be in any sense. That could be God being your master. That could be you know what we would call sin being your master so living a lifestyle of kind of emotional poverty spiritual poverty yeah and being a slave to maybe even culture you know what i mean yeah. what culture wants from us
1: we have There's to a, we have to fit into a mold as a, in the in the slave mentality we just kind of have to fit into this thing and it's like that's what that's what the problem i mean back Back before Jesus and before grace and before that redemption, it's like, yeah, they, they were following the law to make sure that they were righteous before God. But they took a law or 10 laws and made 654 laws. So I don't think it was ever God ordained that they couldn't eat the meat from the hip socket of... <laughs> And the and the ligament of of an animal because Jacob had his hip touched by God when he was wrestling with him, like that's where that law Wait, comes Jews, from.
0: Jews couldn't eat the hips. They off? still
1: can't if they're depending on what kind of.
0: Oh my God! Kind of there it is, <laughs> Jonathan. I tried. I tried to turn it off. Oh my gosh. Jonathan told me that was going to happen too called it um, but yeah. anyway,
1: yeah, because of the story when in, in Genesis 32 where Jacob wrestled with God and then uh, God touched his hip socket and it fell out of place and he was walking with the limb that's, that's like the reason that the Jews won't eat that meat. It's not because God said don't yeah it's because they were like, oh well, this it's, is like a superstition now it's a our, tradition. Yeah, it's superstition tradition within our religion that we're just not going to do that. And those kind of laws are putting a, a burden on the relationship that God never intended. Yeah. God says, live for me. It doesn't say, don't
0: do all of this stuff. It just yeah. says, live for me. Well, I think we also have to realize that the laws were, many of them, in a, in a more like, obviously you know, do not commit adultery is like pretty straightforward. I think even people that don't follow faith, they're like that's like a bad thing. You know what adultery is. Yeah, that's a bad thing, to like cheat on your spouse or like to cheat on somebody or you know, to be unfaithful in that way. But like, say like for, you know, religious things like fasting or for um, you know, the Sabbath or taking like a rest day, like a lot of those laws God is giving to us for us, you know, that we can enjoy those things, you know, like fasting is like a way to get closer to God, it's not or a way to, you know, cut something off in your life, maybe something that you're doing, you're eating throughout the day so that you can focus on spirituality or the Sabbath is God literally saying like hey, you need a break. Yeah. And like but what they did is they made people slaves to all these laws and
1: regulations. Well, the Sabbath Sabbath was given as a gift, not as a as a mandate. (laughs) Yeah. It was like I, I give you a gift and it's like, I mean, if I give you a book and you don't read it, I'll probably be a little upset. I guess, but God didn't give us this thing so that we had to do it every time. No if-ands or buts. No excuses. And you have to do this. Yeah. It was. That's not what the Sabbath was meant for. But like with Jesus and when he was doing his ministry and the Pharisees were getting on him, oh well, you actually did this and it was on the Sabbath, so you must be bad. Yeah. And Jesus was like, "Is it God's will that
0: someone doesn't get healed?" Like, yeah. So, God. so whether or not, you know, whatever context we're in, whether it's we're in, I mean, I think all of us have certain forms of bondage, though. So I'm Definitely. like, and I, I mean, people go to different things to free them from that bondage, to free them from that slavery. Yeah. Right. So for us. Jonathan and I are Christian guys who believe that Jesus did it. You know what I mean? That Jesus came and he freed us from from death and from fear and sin. But I still struggle with fear. You know what I mean? I still sin from time to time. And sometimes I still feel as if I'm a slave to these things. And I think the thing is that no matter where people are coming from, a lot of us have just been brought up in slavery yeah (laughs) you know I mean it's like whether or not we are brought up in shackles and chains like there has been emotional spiritual physical cultural 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 slavery that people have been brought up in and have learned from the time they were little it was like do this get this this is how you operate in this society and sometimes you know sometimes those things are good you have to like live along with culture and society in some ways but at the same time in some ways it could be a trap for you yeah. in trying to live up to society's expectations or your family's you know heritage's expectations or being a slave to religious expectations or yeah. or whatever it's like we're we all grow up in some form of slavery yeah. you know and i think that that's hard you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, but the, the whole thing is like we're not slavery <laughs> we're
1: we're not slaves to in god's kingdom that's not what we're called to and and people people mistake that that a lot and some of that is played into with society and culture and and frankly other christians and if you're not a christian and you're listening to this you're like yeah those hypocritical christians like yeah we all do that though like we all put thing undue pressure and expectations on people when it's like do you remember where you came from yeah like that's that's what it is for me like I definitely have an expectation of people, but um, I, I definitely understand like people are on a journey as well. I'm not, I'm not there and those people aren't there and they're not even close to where I am, but there's grace for that. Yeah. And we be- need to understand people's journeys.
0: And you- it's like, I was on a journey myself. Uh-huh. Cause you could become a master yourself to other people. Yeah. So how do you, how do you think we get free from that slavery? I mean, like, what is it? I mean, obviously there is, you know, we can say a Christian statement. Like, yeah. you know, Jesus has freed us from slavery. He's made us children of God. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, like, that whole, there's a truth there. Or, yeah. you know, this thing has freed us or whatever we find out. But, well, like, okay. how do we walk out freedom from slavery? Is it, like, a, a mental thing every day to say, like, hey, to question those things that we're living in and to kind of have, like, a thoughtful reflection on ourselves and saying, what areas am I enslaved to and how do I get free from those? Because a lot of people willingly live in slavery a lot of their lives. Yeah. Like, they think, like, I mean, a classic one is like, oh, like, well, I'm just anxious. Like, this is just who I am, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, they'll just, like, succumb well, there's, to... Well,
1: there's that kind of bondage, but the, the, the bondage... I mean, we can talk about that as well, but the bondage I'm referring to in, in slavery is just like, I've been... Ex- I'm in God's kingdom now, like... I'm a slave in God's kingdom, and I just do what I'm supposed to do. I go to church. I try not to sin, and that's it. Like That's the slave okay. mentality Like as far as our identities with, okay. with, with God. And then the, the one that you're – so that, that's the first one. It's like okay, so we're, then, we, are, we are in God's kingdom now mm-hmm. because we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, okay. but we're living just to not – just to do what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Uh But even when we're doing what we're supposed to do, we're doing bare minimum and we're just doing, like, checking off the list to say, okay, God won't be mad at me because I went to church this week. God won't be mad at me because I smiled at that person. And God won't be mad at me because I did this. Um, And that's kind of, that's the slave mentality and that's not the God that we serve. And it's like, no, you're not just accepted in the kingdom, you're made a child of God. Um, But as far as the part about coming I, I think where you're going is like how do we free our minds and free our bodies from the bondage of sin
0: of the not necessarily sin mm-hmm. I think um, I think there's I'm trying to create for for everybody yeah. you know what I mean two separate you know if someone doesn't know maybe they're not never been brought up in religion or something yeah. like that they don't necessarily know that religious but that is a thing you know what yeah. I mean so like as a more broad, like yeah. everyone's a slave. You're either a sense yeah. to a slave to the culture, it seems like, or like a slave yeah. possibly well, to your religion. I would say, I would say that you
1: that people in general are truly individuals, and to go along with what culture and society says is the norm takes away your independence and autonomy as a person, and to not allow other people to take away who you were created to be. Mm-hmm and that doesn't give that and from my perspective it's like that doesn't give you freedom to just be a jerk or do whatever it is that you want to do but it gives you the freedom to operate within guidelines of human decency and uh-huh. and not doing things that are detrimental to yourself and to your family and things along that nature but but to be free to be yourself and to and oftentimes what happens is we get bogged down by thinking about what society and culture thinks. And this, again, this goes for Christians and non-Christians. Yeah. We get bogged down by those ideas of what society and culture thinks. And then, we we just have to follow a mold. And so, we listen to what the people in our culture and society are saying. Yeah, People that are looked up to. And we say, we just must emulate that. And, yeah. and this is partially why we started this. is because we don't want to think for you. We want yeah. you to think. This is this is like a thinking prompt for for people yeah. when they're done listening to go and think like, well I agreed with that, but I didn't agree with that. We do not I, like I never want somebody to fully agree with everything that yeah. I say. It's like, look, that opens up an opportunity to I mean theologically I do as a youth pastor. Like it's important. But Um, But I want to make sure that I'm right, and if I'm not right, then it's like, okay, let's talk about that, and let's figure out where it got tweaked a little bit. But just in general, culture, society, we don't want people to be bogged down by the ideas of the prominent members. That's being enslaved when we're talking about that kind of stuff, and and that's what happens when you're talking about it in in the Christian sense as well. We get, we hear this fancy saying, or we hear this thing on on the news, or from a political figure, or from just somebody popular in pop culture, and we just buy into that, and we become a slave to culture and society in that way. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where
0: okay. Where, so in a so slavery in sense, that's what I'm talking. In a, yeah, so in a sense, there's there's always. Someone or a group kind of they can lead that slavery, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there is a higher (laughs) or a hierarchy, I guess, yeah, which basically makes the cultural norms or whatever. Like, the big people, whether it's celebrities, whether it's politicians, or whether it's whatever, the culture is formed by a few, and then (laughs) we kind of can follow that, and so. It, to be thoughtful in being free from that is to say, like, hey, like, who am I as an individual? Yeah. How do I operate as an individual? But at the same time, I was, you know, I was thinking when you said, like, we are deeply individual, also psychologically, we are deeply in need of, like, connection and community. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And we are deeply ingrained and want to feel like we have, I mean, we. Gather around people that have similar views with right. us. You know what I mean. And I guess even that could be a slavery. You know, it what is. I mean? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a positive feedback loop. And yeah. that
1: just being around people that you agree with all the time is a po- like that's what it is. Positive feedback loop. It's like if you get the source of the sound too close to the thing that's feeding into it, it just gives feedback. That's a microphone too close to a speaker. Yeah. like and that and it gets louder and louder and more intense and more intense the closer you bring it to it and the longer you let it go on it yeah. just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and that's like our political discourse nowadays is definitely like in that realm people just listen to the same things over and over yeah. again and then no other point of view or topic or whatever can be heard. so that's yeah. like being a slave to the culture and, and, and
0: politics can, and mm-hmm. pop culture and whatever yeah because you can shut yourself off. To other views, I think I did that for a sense, even in Christianity. Yeah. Is that I got around a bunch of people who had a specific idea of God, and it was awesome for a little while. And then life kind of hit me, and I was like, whoa, like maybe God is a little deeper than I've been thinking, or like that I've been like in this group that we are all like, you know, together going after, and it was good, you know what I mean, in that sense. But then I think that's like a crazy, interesting point is. That once we get kind of find that security in what we like hear or whatever, Mm -hmm. like oh I can buy that or something like that, and you start like getting in that positive feedback loop, a lot of people don't just don't even want to leave that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're constantly yeah, it's comfortable. You're constantly being reaffirmed in what you believe and what you know, and then you then you refuse to question it, and then you get those crazy you know all you know on either side of the pendulum all the way. That won't even hear what you're saying because they just yeah. believe with all of their heart well, that's, that they're right because they've never allowed yeah. that feedback to stop. Because I mean, you, I mean, I'm a DJ, so I know what feedback sounds like. Like hmm. when you get feedback and it and it stays there for long enough, it gets louder and louder and louder yeah. until it's like piercing, you know. Yeah. And I think that happens with people is that you know you get around the same ideas all the time. You succumb to the to the same habitual patterns of thinking and thought, whether it's in a religious sense, whether it's in a cultural sense, a societal sense, that eventually gets so loud that positive, yeah. you know, you're constantly being reaffirmed in possibly things that aren't even true, you know, what I mean, yeah. or things that aren't even good for others or something like that. You get reaffirmed in that, and then eventually that noise becomes so loud that you can't hear anything else. Yeah, and uh, it's just. It's crazy because you know we we're talking about religion. I was just reading in uh, um, Psalms forty where God's like, God's, you know, or er, David's talking, like speaking as God, and he's saying like, you don't desire like sacrifices, you mm-hmm. know, or like you don't delight in like these burnt offerings or all these things I give to you. give to you. He 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 says, uh, but I have come to do your will, and it actually the word the words in Greek mean that you have. You have dug out my ears for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like God wants people that are willing to hear. And I think that's when Jesus when Jesus comes, you know, the Pharisees were so blinded by their traditions, right? The normal yeah. status quo, the the religious pious things that they were going on, that they created this own pie. They hung out with all the Pharisees. They never hung out with people that had different views. They never hung out with the the weak, the widows, yeah. the the weary. You know, the sick. They never hung out with those people. So they were hanging out with all these Pharisees who just confirmed their religious beliefs, and they couldn't hear it all. And then Jesus, when he speaks, they couldn't even hear what he said, and they chose to kill him. Yeah. And then Jesus says, "He who has ears to hear, and eyes to see," and I think. I mean, that's been a huge prayer for me lately is like, and I think that's a huge part of thinking responsibly as yeah. well, is I want eyes to see and ears to hear beyond all the BS. Yeah. You know, beyond yeah. all of the stuff that I'm hearing constantly and maybe even feeding myself constantly. Like, yeah. I want to like, I want to constantly refocus, like constantly yeah. restart, you know, the computer, <laughs> you know, restart myself and be like, okay, where am I? Yeah. So the the whole idea of breaking out slave wise,
1: like if you're, we're talking about it in a secular and Christian yeah. sense, it's, I mean, it works in the Christian sense too, because like there will be things I hear from preachers and from the platform and I'm just like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I made a face. I decided to actually put a yeah. I put a sound to it. But, uh, so, sorry. Uh, but that, like, you hear things and it's like, ooh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I can buy that. Excuse the noise. Um, was getting up. But it's like, it's okay to disagree. And we just get so comfortable. And it's in being willing to go into the discomfort where your strength grows. Like, if you just go to the gym and you hang out you're not going to get stronger but yeah. it's in getting uncomfortable. Working out isn't comfortable yeah. going on a run isn't comfortable like reading a challenging book isn't comfortable yeah. those things are uncomfortable but it, it is within the struggle that we find strength to to be who we're meant to be Yeah. and not become an autonomous automaton but to become autonomous so we're not following we're not following everything that everybody says we're not ants marching in line yeah. we are here, we'll do a disney reference we're not ants marching in line we are flick saying how can we make this better how can we do something different and even within his struggle to Invent and create something that would be that
0: better a, for the kids. A bug's life? A bug's slide. yeah. <laughs> that would create and be something. I think Jonathan's mentioned Disney every single podcast. Well, it it's works. So, it does. But, great. But he's,
1: he's going outside of the line of ants that are just doing everything in this robotic fashion yeah. to get food and to store food. They're just going about it in this robotic fashion, but he's thinking outside the box and he's saying, I don't accept this way because I think there's a better way and I think there's a more right way. And within his struggle to not only create this thing, then present it to other people and people hating on him, people don't accept it and yeah, he does mess stuff up, But and we're going to mess things up when we go outside of the norm. We're going to mess up relationships, we're going to mess up like, just the the unity that we have with people and and the the utopian idea that we have of the world but it's it's in it's in going outside of the line it's in it's in approaching a uh, a conflict that we find that we find the ability to be an yeah. autonomous person and to say i i refuse to just accept uh-huh. i refuse to just accept that you say that I'm supposed to wear those clothes so that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I refuse to accept that you say I'm supposed to wear makeup and wear my makeup that way and wear that brand of makeup so I'm gonna go outside the norm. Yeah. I refuse to accept that you say that because I'm a Republican that I'm supposed to think that way. I refuse to say that because you, I'm a Democrat, you say I'm supposed to think that way. Yeah. And I'm supposed to think that this is bad and that's bad and that's good because that's what the party line says. Yeah. We are not slave. We are not created to or evolved yeah. uh, to be people that that are following in line. All the great people that are ever in history were not people that followed the norm. Yeah. There was nobody great in history that they were like and they just did what everyone told them to do all the time. It was like, no, they stepped out and they did something different.
0: And a lot of the time, they broke a lot of the rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a sense of like, what was normal and what was like right at the time. I, and I was just going to say that. I mean, you look at slavery in like a literal sense. You know what I mean? It was like... Well, that's why I want to change that
1: mentality with people listening. It's like, we're not talking about like... Slavery of people in yeah. culture. We're talking about, like, like, in the past, in history. We're yeah. talking about a different kind of slavery where we're in bondage to... Well,
0: I mean, even in, you know, n- not metaf- not real slavery, you look at Martin Luther. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the Catholic Church was selling indulgences, you know, doing a bunch of wrong things to its people. Indulgences meaning that they literally were making people pay for less time in purgatory so that they could go to heaven faster when they die. And Martin Luther was like off of his rocker, you know, to the Catholic church and he started the Protestant movement, posted those 95 theses on the church door that is like, hey, these are all the things wrong. And he like brought in a whole movement of grace if you read like his writings and stuff like that. He's just like a wild man, absolutely wild. And but, we remember his names, and we don't
1: remember the cardinals and no. the and the popes and and whomever
0: that was that was putting those rules and strictures on people. Exactly, we we remember the people who stood up, or like Martin Luther King. Yeah. You know, what I mean, he, even even take it down to like Rosa Parks. Like,
1: yeah, but I think like what was iambic pentameter before Shakespeare, like. It was like, uh-huh. it was like uh, I mean, maybe there's some crazy literature major that's gonna be like, oh well, I love this guy. It's like, okay, maybe you know, but I don't know of anything that was written in that way before Shakespeare, and that was an an intuitive and inventive thing. And Shakespeare wrote outside of the norm too. He didn't just write things that were accepted. He challenged culture. Yeah, he challenged the norm, and that's what it is, we don't remember people that, that were ordinary, Yeah. and just being a person doesn't make you, it makes you an individual, but it doesn't make you extraordinary, and in order to be extraordinary, you can't be a slave to culture, and a slave to thought processes, and a slave to society, and a slave to what this group thinks, or that group thinks, and there's freedom in that, yeah, there is yeah. so much freedom in not, Keeping and holding on to that slave mentality. Yeah. And being an individual. But there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being an individual as well.
0: And uh, I mean that's that's hard to do, too, you know? I mean, it takes a certain kind of person, a certain kind of mindset, a certain kind of a lot of those people came out of a of a of a position of being fed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they had in been in that culture been in that ant line yeah. for a long time follow, and then finally follow. yeah just following following this you know status quo this norm that's supposed to be yeah and then finally just getting fed up with it and saying this has to change like yeah. something has to change and uh you know i mean maybe not in shakespeare's point of, you know yeah. i mean yeah. in that kind of sense but at the same time I think that is what we are called to be as people, as children of God, as humans, is we're supposed to be inventive. We're supposed to be creative. We're supposed to be individualistic in our approach. And and, and, like you said, like we don't remember like the average people, we remember those significant people. And, And that is very true. The, the thing is, everyone's trying to be significant by being like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you see a lot of people doing the same exact things. Like, I mean, I get those into people, it too. Those people that are famous on
1: Instagram didn't become famous on Instagram by copying somebody that was famous on Instagram. They became famous on Instagram for doing something different. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's like you got to do something unique, something special. And people go, wait, they're doing something unique and something special. And then you become a leader. You're not just following the line. You're becoming a leader. Exactly. And that's what all those people were that we remember. So Martin Luther King was a, was a leader. Martin Luther was a leader. Rosa Parks was a leader. Even if it's one act of leadership. Like leadership and, and like it, it's not born of one act. It's born of, of many acts and many things that lead you to be something that greater than you are. And it's yeah. like, like you said, fed up yeah like don't don't accept what people say just because they have a reputation yeah. people can people mess up all the time we're all imperfect
0: uh-huh. yeah i I think well then that beg ba- that also begs the question then moving into this is 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 everyone meant to be special or is everyone is everyone meant to <laughs> to be a leader like and you know what I mean? Because if if everyone's famous, then <laughs> no, one's, no famous. one's famous, really. Yeah. You know, like everyone's known or everyone's doing that. So, I mean, like, there are. Being a follower mm-hmm. necessarily doesn't mean that you are a slave as long as you have good leaders. Right? Think, so, like, as long as yeah. you're following the right people who aren't encouraging you into slavery, yeah. perhaps. You're. Yeah. The, the, the key is to
1: not aim to be famous or great the key is to aim to be an individual person that the individual person that you are and whether that makes you famous or that makes you a world changer or an influencer or any of those things that we hear tossed around nowadays that sort of mean nothing Yeah. because people are like oh you're an influencer oh you're a world changer it's like I've not even seen them change their lives in one way, shape, or form. How are they a world changer or an influencer? And myself, too. People are like, oh, man, you're you're a world changer. I'm like, I'm not. Because I don't have my own crap together. So how am I supposed to change the world? Like, I need to fix me before I can fix others. Yeah. Like, I need to get the tools to live my life the best way that I can. How am I going to fix others? So the goal is not to be great. Not to be even a leader, necessarily. The goal is to be an individual and say... And, and when you feel that conviction in your heart and in your soul and in your mind to say I can't accept that yet I have to go look at it I have to go think about it I have to go look at some resources whether that's a book whether that's whether that's an article online whether that's backing it up with scripture that, which is something we do whether it's those things it's not about proving someone wrong it's about hey Pongo <laughs> It's not about proving someone wrong or about being right. It's about going and saying, hey, this didn't sit well with me. And maybe you arrive at the same conclusion. <laughs> okay, he's got to go. Pongo! <laughs>
0: Time out! You got a Pongo, go, bitch. You got a
1: Pongo go into your bedroom. Come on. Um,
0: There's no one at the door, yeah. Pongo. Well, it's just me, guys. Sitting by my lonesome now while Jonathan's gone. Get back right to... You know, the whole slavery and being free thing. Okay. But I I really, I I think that is when you become, I I totally agree. I think that is when you come out from under slavery and you move and you start walking towards freedom is when you say, I'm, I'm going to be me. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to do what the conviction in my heart is where like, where I'm going, where, you know, for us, the Lord is leading, you know, leading us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I think that leads into a tremendous amount of freedom when you start walking as, you know, as an individual. And I think that's true, too. It's like that even could be a form of slavery to say that that, uh, you know, being celebrity status or being like a Martin Luther King is the only way to be great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's the only way to, like, be remembered. It's like, hey, like, I might not remember a person 3,000 miles away who, you know what I mean, who did this, but the people in their circle remember them. Yeah. You know what I mean? For loving them well, for taking care of them well. So yeah. we can be, you know, you know, I guess, uh, maybe not world changers in this sense, like we don't have to be, yeah. you know, change the world, but we can change the relationships we have in our own circle. Yeah. You know, we can be, uh, Outside the lines of our own communities and try and, you know, change things from the inside of where we are. You know, I mean, we don't have to be known by everybody to be great or to be uh, a free, you know, The, the, the
1: goal in not being a slave is to not be the greatest freed slave. It's just to be the greatest individual person that you can be. Yeah. And and that that does come with some thinking, that does come with some action. So there there is there is both. Like we we can sit there and think about how we don't agree with what was said there in this situation or that situation. And a lot of people that we talk to that we're friends with listen to this, so I'm trying not to give like a specific example. But but there's things let's talk like politics. It's like there's things in politics that it's like, hey, you have to, you have to believe this if you're a Republican, or if you're a conservative, you have to believe that this is good and this is bad.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, very, it's crazy.
1: It's it's like maybe, but I mean, no marijuana
0: helps a lot of people. Just because I'm a Republican doesn't mean I don't think it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So marijuana helps a lot of people, and you know, if people want to use it to get high, like, okay, that's your choice, like alcohol is legal too if you want to use it to get drunk and do stupid stuff that's your choice like I wish you wouldn't because it alters your state of being and your
0: state of yeah. mind but, but my, what if a democrat doesn't think abortion's okay you know then like, they get they get excommunicated they, yeah, no, they, it's it's like, like, you're no longer a democrat if you don't yeah. believe you know what I mean it's like you can believe with 95% of what democrats believe yeah and then that other 5% you're like hey like I'm not for abortion or I'm not yeah you know for this, yeah. you know, and, and then it's immediately, you're not, I don't know, you're not. But it's like, it.
1: I just don't think that that's right. And it's, it's like, okay, well now you're out and that's not going to happen with, with, with most things. The, I mean, it might happen with your immediate group of friends and say, I don't agree with what you're doing or how you guys are going about that. So I can't like be a part of it. And I disagree. uh uh-huh. And that's just conviction and morals like you were talking about. And some of that is morality. Some of that's conviction. And some of that's God, like, tugging on your, tugging on your heart and being like, hey, you can't really do that. Yeah. But that's just a basic example. It's like, I think that, you know, people should have the freedom. I mean, and this is in an American sense and what I believe America was created for. It's like, I believe you should have the freedom, especially if it's for medicinal purposes but even if it's for recreational purposes like if you want to choose to do that with your body and do that with your mind I, I guess go ahead because it's not like super detrimental to the physical aspects like cocaine and and heroin and those kind of like those those heavier drugs like those are very detrimental to your yeah. body and obviously alcohol in excess is obviously pretty detrimental yeah all those so, things
0: can be things of Slavery, yeah. I
1: mean? But that's just to say I don't have to believe everything that somebody says to to like I, I don't it have to, to maintain yeah to maintain or, yeah. A, a standing in society. So the whole idea behind slavery, like being freed from being in bondage to to culture and to society, is to to take some time and and think for like think for yourself uh-huh. don't think for yourself by listening to another podcast or by listening to another YouTube video or or watching another YouTube video or listening to it's no go think for yourself especially if you're a Christian like if you're a Christian you profess to be a Christian and hear the voice of God go get alone with God and pray yeah. about it God speaks <laughs> like yeah. you don't have to ask another person's opinion who happens to also be flawed.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, as what who Nietzsche said it. I think like, yeah, it's just unearned, I don't know what quote it's unearned saying. wisdom. Yeah. Beware of so, it. So. Yeah, it's unearned wisdom to to go to someone and just receive everything that they're telling you without um a <laughs> roommate's coming home. So. Yeah, home more noise. It's home. fine. But yeah, I think. Again, I kind of lost my train of thought. Yeah. From when they came in, but for the, for the most part, it's <laughs> so, yeah, it's the individual's responsibility. Yeah. You know to become you know their own person and and jump away from that status quo. Yeah. Being 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 individual. That's
1: the whole idea that we're that that's the whole idea that I would say we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Don't. Don't be in bondage to what people think you're supposed to be or who people think you're supposed to be, but allow yourself the freedom to be an individual. And you don't become an individual by acting like everyone else. You become an individual by... Yeah. by thinking for yourself. And that doesn't mean that you won't think very similar yeah. or exactly the same as another person. I remembered what I was saying. Okay. Unearned <laughs> wisdom.
0: Unearned wisdom. Unearned yeah. wisdom. Found it. Unearned wisdom is us receiving from another person. It could be good information. It could be great truths or whatever, but not actually going to the source of those things. You know, and I think that's a huge thing for, for Christians is like you can listen to a pastor a hundred million times and then never that's actually spend any, never actually spent, yeah, there's a lot of times, I mean, probably never a hundred million times. But then, then never actually go and seek out Jesus for yourself or seek yeah. out truth for yourself or you can listen to the same, you know, you know, right wing, you know, right people telling you, whatever. you same left wing people over and over again. And that's exactly what we're talking about earlier. It's just that positive feedback loop. You're just listening to the same thoughts, listening yeah. to the same people and you don't actually explore into different things that might actually be, um, more appropriate avenues for you to think and for you to be in. Yeah. So I, su- I, I, suppose, oh, go, go ahead. Cause I think my thing's like a closing thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. I think, I think the, we're, we didn't get into all the topics we wanted to, but we'll do another one shortly and get it out, um, just on our identities and in, in Christ and in God uh-huh. but to wrap this one up I think where my mind goes at the end of this podcast is to kind of give a thinking prompt or a writing prompt even like like this is just for you it's not for us it's, yeah like it's something it's a journey that Aaron and I have been through individually it's a journey that I'm sure my brother and Daryl have been through as well um,
0: Maybe even Trent. Maybe even Trent, if he shows up.
1: Or... Um, <laughs> it's going to be a joke in everyone. Yeah. Um, but but we've been through this process and saying, like, maybe we didn't write it down, but we've definitely thought about it. It's like, where am I fitting into the status quo? Where am I following where I feel like I shouldn't be following? Where am I being the same for the sake of fitting in? Where Where am I being not my true self. And I would say that that's a good place to begin to think, where where do I belong? Where do I need to be more of an individual? Because I was created to be an individual and we believe that we were created (laughs) to be individual people. And God created each and every person special and each and every person different. Yeah. Special does not mean extraordinary. Special means individual and different.
0: Yeah.
1: So that would be where I would say we leave off and say, "Hey, think about yeah. how you can get back to yourself." Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm I'm getting to the point where I I want thinking to be a part of like my schedule during the day. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I I was thinking the other day, obviously. And I was thinking about scheduling an hour to myself where I would just think about things I wanted to think about, (laughs) like where I would, it's like, Oh, like wake up in the morning, like go to the gym, you know, you know, get stuff ready for DJ or whatever, whatever. you know, practice, you know, guitar and then take an hour, you know, like read and like study the Bible and then think (laughs) like be like, think of a topic and be like, I want to learn about that. And then go for an hour and think about it, you know? Yeah. But I think that is important. It's like after schooling, you know, sometimes we can forget to just like take that time to actually reflect on where we are, you know what I mean? On things, you know what I mean? It's Even like when you're in schooling. school, what? Even, Even in, in schooling, schooling you don't just, do that, but, just. But I'm saying, learn you're. This. Yeah, exactly. It's like, the, yeah, we could have a whole another podcast on the school system. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, well, never mind. Anyway, but. Um, even in that environment where you are being crammed in in school like you're being forced to enter into those places and, and After school it took me two years to get out of that to be in a spot where I actually can embrace learning again but yeah as Jonathan said take that time to You know to think about how where you are coming short in those areas of being your full self of how you have succumbed to societal slavery or cultural slavery or religious slavery And to enter into places of freedom that were always meant for us, so. Cool. Late. Later, players. (laughs) Peace out. Think responsibly. Later.